So uh, this uh, this coming Yontif will be Friday and Shabbos, which means that on on Erev Yontif tomorrow, everybody should make sure to do an Erev ta- make an Erev Tavshilin. But I think a lot of times we know to make an Erev Tavshilin, you use a cooked item and a baked item, a matzah and a piece of chicken, whatever, and you put them together. And eggs and you use, and you and you put them together, and you say the bread, you say the the bracha that you have to make, etc. We don't really necessarily understand why we're doing this. Right, what is an Erev Tavshilin? How does it work? And if if preparing from Yontif to Shabbos is such a terrible thing. How all of a sudden does by taking an egg and a matzah all of a sudden solve the problem? So there's a general rule in, in, in halacha in general that when it comes to even the concept of melechas ocha nefesh that's permitted, you're allowed to you know, prepare food items, cooking, certain items, certain things to do for preparing uh, food for yantiv is always only, only allowed for that day of yantiv. You can't prepare from one day of yantiv to the next, yantiv to the chol, yantiv to the chol, none of those are permissible. So then how does Erev Tavshilin work? So the Gemara B'sachim, Dafman B'chesim Abayis points out that from a Midar rice on a Torah level, it's actually permissible for a person to cook on Yantif for Shabbos. That's Mutter. What happened? I thought you're not allowed to cook from Yantif for a different day. So what, what happens? So there's two different reasons given in the Gemara why this is. And Machlokas Rabbah and Rav Chista. Rabbah says, he talks about the concept we call Hoel. Since Hoel, it's possible that people might come into your house uh, late in the day on Friday. So let's say it's Friday, and you're, you have a relatives who are on the other side of Tinek, and they're walking to the cool side, they're coming over here, and they're coming to, coming to our side of Tinek, and they're going to come in, later in the day. Right? And you, or they might come. Right? So now it's Friday afternoon, you're cooking to get ready for Shabbos, right? But the truth is, I'm, I'm, I'm cooking now. And what might happen? It could be that the guests will arrive Shabbos afternoon, uh, Friday afternoon, and they're going to need food. So, oh, so I'm cooking a lot, maybe I can use it for tomorrow, but maybe they'll come today. Right? So I'm cooking today. Oh, well, it's possible that, uh, you know, uh, I'm cooking now, and it sound, looks like I'm cooking for tomorrow, but maybe you guys will arrive now, and I'll need the food now. So because of that, Midaraisa, a person would be permitted to cook today, this day of Yontif, even though I have in mind the next day. So we don't allow that in general. But since uh, Midaraisa, that would be permissible. If a person goes ahead and makes an Erev Tavshilin, so now I, you know, that, that, that allows, allows me to do so even Midarabana. Okay, Rav Chitza says, no, there's no special concept of Hoa. But rather, generally, even though a person generally cannot prepare from Yantif to Chol, or even Yantif to another day of, Chol, of, of Yantif, but nevertheless, when it comes to Shabbos, Shabbos is fundamentally different. And that it's permissible to cook from Yantif for Shabbos. Why is that? It's a different explanation. Some of you will explain because Shabbos and Yantif are really the same, same type of Kedusha. They're both called Shabbos in a certain sense, so that's permissible. Others say no, because it's necessary for the Tzarech Mitzvah of Shabbos. So because I need it for Shabbos, which is uh, you know, fundamentally a Tzarech Mitzvah, that'd be permissible. But regardless, you have two reasons that the Gemara given why really cooking on Yantin for Shabbos should be, should be permissible to do. But wh- who cares between the two reasons? What's the difference? So the big nafkamina between the two is, can I prepare on late in the day on Friday afternoon? Right? Because if it's a question of, it's just before Shabbos is going to start. So if it's because of the reason that maybe guests are going to show up, it's a little late. Now the job is starting in 10 minutes. Right? It's hard to argue that guests are going to show up. But if it's because fundamentally, really it's permissible to cook on Yantif for Shabbos, so then who cares what time it is? Right? So Mr. Bruce says, maybe a person should be careful not to cook you know, on Shabbos for Yantif, even with the, even there from Shilin, so, so close to when, Shabbos, to when, you know, when, to when Shabbos is going to start. Uh, the Archa Shulchan says you don't have to be machmed like that. But uh, some, some people are, are, are machmed. Fine. But at the end of the day, so what's the purpose then of the Erev Tavshilin? What's the Erev Tavshilin? What does it benefit us? Right, what's, the, what's the advantage of doing the Erev Tavshilin? It's really permissible anyways. Right, so what am, I, what am I gaining by doing the Erev Tavshilin? So there's basically two, uh, two, uh, two answers given the Gemara. One is because a person would otherwise might come to use their best food on Yantif. They're going to forget about Kavit Shabbos. 
So by preparing ahead of time before Yantif and going to the whole Gedilla and we put it in a newsletter instead of an email, a reminder, Erev Tavshin, Erev Tavshin, Erev Tavshin, you know what, I better make sure that I save food. I make sure that I have the right food for, for Shabbos. So it's a, fundamentally an issue of Kavit Shabbos, right? The other explanation is that no, Chazal were concerned if I allow for preparation on Yantif for Shabbos with no hecker, with no recognition that today is something different, what's going to happen? People are going to think, yeah, I can prepare Yantif for another day. What makes Shabbos special? Right, so, by, so by doing an Erev Tavshil, and it reminds me, yikes, only, this is only allowed Yantif to Shabbos. In which case, it's fundamentally a covered Yantif issue, right? But either way, that's, that's why we do an Erev Tavshil, because fundamentally, cooking for Yantif to Shabbos is really permissible, Midar Raisa. Midar Abanam, we, we wouldn't allow the Erev, out of the Erev Tavshil because of our concerns that I might you know, otherwise slight Shabbos or otherwise slight Yantif, and therefore we go ahead and we do this. Too. So we make an Erev Tavshil. What happens if a person forgets to make an Erev Tavshil? Good news, good news. You can rely on the rabbi. Right, you can rely on the rabbi. The ra- the, it's, oh, very good. So you can lie. If a person forgets the Erev Tavshilin, so when I make an Erev Tavshilin, I don't just make it for myself, I make it for the whole community that I have everybody in mind. However, the post can point out that it only works one time, right? one, at least once in a row. If you do it twice in a row, then technically you're really not supposed to rely on the rabbi the second time because already then you're really you know, shirking your responsibility. So a person should be careful. We'll get it. It's going to be in the newsletter. I'm going to send a separate email. And so plenty of reminders to make an Erev Tavshilin. One other thing, don't eat the Erev Tavshilin on Friday. Right? Hold on to it until Shabbos starts. And there's a minag also, there's a minag also to actually eat it on Shabbos. Why? Because then you show that's real. That you really meant it. It's really a preparation for your month of the Shabbos. Yeah. No, just do it on Erev. Sometimes on Erev. It's in Erev in the afternoon, but but it doesn't doesn't necessarily matter. Um, what? Just remember. Make sure to remember. You get the email. The sooner you get the email, right, do it right away. Otherwise, you're gonna forget.